I mean, Yar, just, Andy, they, it is talking pirate day. <laughs> we just make our own history, right? Yeah. The way this is, this is the way. Is this the way? We'll uh, check your map, mate. <laughs> perhaps you've made the you've picked the wrong whale to jump into hyperspace with. Yeah. Well, you spend a week in a purgle's mouth and tell me what you how you come out. <laughs> well, you know. I got to tell you, humid, I, hate I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just jump into it then. If we're, we're going to jump into the first scene already, let's actually get there. Guys, Andy, are you ready? Ahsoka, part six, far, far away, which is a reference to, I don't know any, I don't know what this reference to at all, actually. Never heard that reference. <laughs> Guys, this episode's directed by Jennifer Getzinger. It's the first Star Wars she's, she's directed. I um, yeah. I only looked up on Wikipedia. It's her first Star Wars. So I don't know. Yeah, exactly. She shouldn't plural this. She shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Singular. Which is great. If this is her first one, she's as lost as I am, you know? <laughs> she must have shown up on day one and then the purgle showed up. She's like, why are there whales on the call sheet? What's going on here? No. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the episode does start with distant purgle calls. Yep. I want to say I sent you that text message. You did. So I, was... I wanted to make sure that I worked it in at the beginning. Yeah. So, I mean, it drops out here Tuesday, 6 p.m. for me. So yeah. about Tuesday, 6, 10, Andy gets a text message. He doesn't know why yet. It says distant purgle call. Well, I I could surmise that it had something to do with melodic rumbling. Um, that which... it did. Which is a text message that I got, or a, a message that I got from several of our listeners. So thank you to all the uh, listeners who... By the way, thank you everybody who sent Andy. I got Venmos on Andy's birthday, and I'm like, why am I getting Venmos? <laughs> yeah, um, But happy listeners. birthday. Happy birthday, Andy. Yeah. Thank thanks. you for sending the Venmos. I, all, all Venmo proceeds went to Andy. All of his yeah. birthday money went straight to him. Thank you. Uh, he yeah. bought Pumpkin Blizzard. Yeah, Punky Pie Blizzard. Yeah, on my birthday. So that's the wonderful. With the taste of autumn, right? <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like that would be on like the flyer, like the vinyl <laughs> sheet in front of it. The taste of autumn is now here, guys. Come in for your pumpkin pie blizzards. Yeah, I got it from the same place, Aaron. I'll tell you this really quick. I got it from the same place that had churro dipped, churro flavored dipped cones, but they only oh, had. Great. Yeah, they only had it for like two weeks. And so every time I go back, I ask them like, hey, what about the churro flavored dipped cones? And they're like, oh, that was just a promotion, sir. We don't have that anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm afraid we're now moved on to the taste of autumn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might I <laughs> offer you the taste of autumn? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am so sorry about that, guys. If anybody has a churro flavored cone, if they could send it to Andy, yeah, please just send me a Venmo saying that you have one, and I'll just send you Andy's address. I won't even check if you actually have one. <laughs> By the way, I'll um for the right price on the Venmos, I will give away any personal information of Andy's that I have in my phone, <laughs> which is an alarmingly too much amount of information. Yeah, you could on any given day you'll know what I got for my score for Immaculate Grid. Uh, these are all oh, I'll you know. send you Andy's Immaculate Grids, which <laughs> will really impress your friends. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're uh, we're in the mouth of a whale. Um, yeah. And we got a purgle shot going through hyperspace. Yeah. Um, Already made me mad. Already why, did it made make, me mad. why did it make you mad? 
It matches I, your hat, Aaron. Like it had lots of different like fight cancer colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's always good, right? Like uh <laughs> Andy, I can't say it's not good when she's already told everyone it's fight cancer. Like, yeah. no, Andy. <laughs> I know that's why I was trying to turn you. I was trying. So, listener, my I football describe... team, by the way, is the fighting cancers. And yes, so <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's a longtime fan of the fighting cancers. Um, no, for I will describe like the audio description available to you if you are way overboard with Disney Plus. Uh, Aaron is wearing a script B Bears hat that is in the motif of the crucial catch which is part of the NFL's awareness driving for crucial catches for cancer in November, I think, or is that October? Yeah. Anyway, the crucial catch. I've said it four times. We want some money. Um, so NFL Venmo us uh, for promoting your crucial catch uh, branded. <laughs> and attire. NFL's like, Oh, we only have cash app. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, no, I get mad to see the whales just going to hyperspace. Cause to me, yeah. like, we're getting so far from what I like about Star Wars and going into all other brands of fantasy. Okay. Yeah. And so like I feel like since we're just losing science fiction and just going straight into fantasy now, like I'm like getting so frustrated to watch all that happen. Okay. And so to see like a whale do a thing that was a mechanical thing earlier is just like, oh, please. I really liked it when it was a ship has an engine that takes him into hyperdrive. Watching a whale just do it is like fine, whatever. All right. <laughs> I guess I'm watching this show now. <laughs> I really hope that's the bumper for this episode. <laughs> watching the whale do it. Ugh, I guess that's the show I'm watching now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I just. Oh, no, it's just I was sitting back. going, That's my whale noise. I'm not enjoying the show. And then we get to the cockpit where so we're in now in the whale's mouth. Yeah. Sounds oh, it sounds sarcastic even saying that. <laughs> True. Yang's talking to Ashoka like, hey, remember how I used to tell you the history of the galaxy stories? Remember how yeah. I just told you Star Wars directly? Yeah, bedtime stories where it was all in dialogue. One step worse from exhibition is them just talking about how they used to do exhibition. <laughs> remember I used to tell you what was going on in the storyline? Like, just get to the next scene. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I missed the bean. Right? And... <laughs> I kind of like it when I'm snarkier about the story. And then Hugh Yang's like, you know what? You know, you said you don't want to hear the story. I'm going to tell you anyways, because that's that's the kind of that's the kind of person I am. Yeah, I'm two drinks in. So anyways, a long time ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Here's a reference that's so in your face. We don't even need a podcast to explain it to you. Well, it is the first time I believe that they've ever said the line at the beginning of the movies. So mm-hmm. that is kind of one thing that maybe, like you said, maybe it's a little bit too on the nose. Um, but we do maybe. This, well, yeah, I'm I'm not casting any judgment. Just the Purgle knew the reference. <laughs> so it's and he's a whale is, in space. So this is Purgle fan service, is what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, this is Purgle fan service. <laughs> That's how they got them to sign on board. It's like, it took like... them 15 rotations to say that. <laughs> like, oh, gross. So you're so there there is some elements in here that are at least moderately important. What which is one is this notion of both Ahsoka knowing. Yeah, I love Aaron's eyes just roll in the back of his head for those that can't hear that. Uh it was pretty loud. Um <laughs> Ahsoka both 
breaks the news to Hu Yang that she thinks that Sabine went on her own or like went of her on. Her, yeah, that she her. wasn't. Yeah, she chose to go with them. She but, didn't the, the force to. Yeah. So there was a small amount of character development here after she went into the world between worlds, allegedly, um, where she was OK with that. Like she mm-hmm. seemed to have some acceptance of if that was Sabine's decision, then that, you know, like she can kind of understand that. Um and so, you know, like I anyway, I, I feel like that's one little got or one little beginning at the front that that was <laughs> to me. So so uh, not that I'm joining your chorus of <laughs> of criticism, but there was a part of me that could have this the beginning sequence could have been meanwhile with the Purgles. It could have been a meanwhile and yeah. no di- and no dialogue. Right. So mm-hmm. just like, hey, they're on their way. Uh, and then we could have sort of switched over to the baddies and that would have been totally fine. But the nugget that drops out of this is both the acknowledgement that Ahsoka probably knows that the Sabine was okay with that and that she's accepting it and that who Yang's kind of like told you. Yeah. It's like, I listened to, is this the way I'm the one that listens. Yeah, I already knew totally. that. Hello. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Galaxy far, far away story guy. Come on. <laughs> It'd be great if he started telling the story and it was a prequel and she didn't want to hear it. You yeah. know, she's like, the he's like, well, we no, start off with Senator, right. yeah, with Senator uh, Banks, and she's like, no, please, no, any other story no, with Senator Banks, not that part. <laughs> Get over right. all the kissing parts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a great reference. Oh, perfect. Good job. So, so Sabine wakes up in the Eye of Scion. She's in her holding cell. Yeah. Balin's there. He's like, hey, this is a good time for you to reflect. You can reflect in here. Figure your yeah. stuff out, kid. And then Yeah, Balin's he- like, hey, alive time or dead time? Make wait, let's make this useful, huh? Yeah. So we now know that she's not like on the bridge with them. She is a prisoner of them. She went yeah. as a prisoner willingly. But you know, I honestly thought she was gonna be like on the bridge with them, but no, she is not. Yeah. Um, she's cuffed. Yep, she is cuffed. Uh, just like Baby Yoda in that cute little yeah. scene. He does little baby cuffs. Say, I, can't, I can't see anybody cuffed now without the cute baby cuffs. Mm-hmm. So Four spinders, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> and then Skull goes to the bridge to find Morgan Elsbeth. Yeah. And uh, say that, hey, Ren's growing impatient. She wants to just get to Ezra. Because that's what she was saying in the cell. She's like, come yep. on. You told me we're going to him. Yeah. And he's like, all right. Well, let's <laughs> how fast get, you know. this? How fast does this giant ring go? Come on. <laughs> exactly. And then a droid's like, well, slow it down. We're entering. We're now closing down. <laughs> Getting your seats, fasten your seatbelts. Coming up to Perita, which is a new planet for uh, you've never seen before. Yeah. And Elvis like, this is the planet of my people. My ancestors yeah. are from here. Yeah. And it's well, like, and- we're going to ask you to turn off your mouse and your electronics. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to ask you to turn off any uh, of your rational tracking and logic. Uh, yeah, no. So, the, the, so there are two things that the in the bridge i thought that was really interesting one is that we realized the peril of our intrepid uh of our intrepid heroes on yeah. in the mouth of the whale because we get balen calling out that the uh the ring is made up of the bones of space whales uh mm-hmm. and then it's basically a graveyard so that i thought was like okay here's the here's the seriousness of the place yeah, because this words, where the purgles um the purgles come their... to die yeah yeah. So like, of course, you know, this is like a gigantic nod to the to, to the elephant graveyard and Lion King, of course, um, 
now that's very canon. specifically yeah it's <laughs> staple no. his favorite movie yeah no i'm just uh kidding kidding of course uh but yeah so we get that we get where the... you find the skeleton of goose <laughs> this is where you find the skeleton <laughs> of goose so we we've got that ominous part and then we get confirmation that the witches of dathomir or in other words the night sisters are from another planet and and so the interesting thing is there's been a lot of fan theories about when we go to this other galaxy is it going to be weird and is it going to have things that we haven't seen and is it going to have things that stick out and will feel like star wars and the answer is well it explains the things that stuck out from Clone Wars that didn't feel like Star Wars, which are yeah. the Night Sisters and their magic with K. Uh, so I I think it's it's actually kind of elegant and a little bit of like housekeeping, maybe and, and to put nicely um, to say, like, this is a thing that didn't really seem to fit with the overall Star Wars universe. And here's how we're going to explain it. And they're from this other world. Um, uh, Peridia. And so I thought that was at least because I know people that haven't watched the animated series find the night sisters to be moderately jarring and, and like they, they just don't fit right so, yeah no, i don't understand their placement in this um yeah. it really it feels like for those that watched uh, wandavision there's an episode that opens up and you're just kind of watching right. salem for a bit and you're like why am i watching the salem witch trial yeah. you know like and then it kind of comes into play a little later and so i've been watching the night sisters and i'm like yeah well explain to me how their star wars much like the whales. I, I don't feel like they're Star Wars. I don't feel like, you know, it's like we're now just in this fantasy realm. And you're like, all right, that's fine. They look cool. But. Yeah. So we get to. Uh, they end up on the planet. Yeah. And we get the, the Peridia Star Tours. The Peridia Star yeah. Tours. Right. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to lose out on that. Where we get, you know, the, the little triangle, which. Um, for for eagle eyed uh, listeners of the show will have spotted the that that triangle sort of breaks off from what we think is the bridge that was the the away shuttle they were using on CTOS. so we we have seen that shuttle before um and then you know we get that kind of this like star the star tours sort of ride into uh peridia and uh i sort of I love like, a good disneyland I, reference i was gonna say i love any we, we as we jokingly said anything that you could potentially turn into a feature attraction or ride at disneyland you know we're we're definitely gonna call i'm in out. so for sure and Shin Hadi goes and gets Ren from the cell, brings her out to the surface where they meet up with the Night Sisters. Yeah. And, uh, or the Great Mothers, as you will. We have another nickname for these women. Yes, the Great Mothers. And so. Um, is that specific so, to these three? So we're we're getting the reference that that is specific to these three. So, and this is maybe, maybe I should try to try to pause a little bit of how I frame this. But the, so we have seen. Um, we have seen Mother Talzine is the only other uh, Mother Talzine and Old Daka are probably the most powerful Night Sisters we've seen in the. Clone when Wars. Andy said that, it's like finding out that Waldorf and Statler have names. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So the 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 Night Sister that you always sort of see with with who is dressed almost identical to um, the Great Mothers that we see is Mother Talzine. She's the mother of Darth Maul, um, and. Folks will know Maul as being the apprentice um, of Sidious originally. And so the three mothers that we have here, they've got uh, human time uh, references to the Marai or the the um, Greek fates. And so it's Arch uh, Arch. Oh, God, this is like almost like uh, I, I should. Oh, I'll say the easiest one. Clutho uh, is one of them. 
Uh, Laxus is the other, and then Arctropa, I think, is the is the third one. They sound like and programming these... languages to me. <laughs> and Linux. Arct Arctropa does sound like a Linux, like some sort of. It does sound like a, a C library that you probably forgot to install the headers for. But um, so so these three are are actually nods to you know in essence like human lore, and we've seen a lot of the human lore kind of crossover. So. Um, I did have a listener to the show moderately frustrated in the like, I want Star Wars Easter eggs. I don't want to I don't want like, you know, congrats. I'm glad you enjoyed classics, um, you know, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't want to have to study the classics in order to uh, in order to get Star Wars. And so I would say in defense of, of some of it, these are background things. You don't have to necessarily know. Uh, I think you can get through some exposition here, the importance of them um, and the fact that they've been named um in that regard is it's you know like it's a carrot or you know it's a carrot on the nose of the snowman or i don't know but i um, mean it all just feels like going into frank zappa albums and you're like wait there's not a definitive one <laughs> <laughs> yeah where it's like you gotta keep digging i keep digging but the 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 notion here though is that so these are these are the three powerful mothers um we and then the the gotcha here or the or the the deep pull here is that Sabine is a loose thread, and that that idea is that these the Mori are these three witches that are in in Greek philosophy. They sew the tapestry of fate. Um, so that's this like really super deep cut, <laughs> like too human. To, it's like sort of human deal. Um, but yes, yeah, so we get we we get Sabine, um, or so we get um, Morgan Elspeth, Shinhadi, and and Balin, and then we get sort of Sabine outed as as perhaps wearing um, perfume that she shouldn't be wearing at the moment. Uh, the yeah, she stinks of, like scent, a Jedi. Scent of Jedi. Stinks know, just a Jedi. In, just um, what, just in time for fall. <laughs> but we missed that Elspeth was kind of like, like oh oh graded her like she was she's a kin of the witches, and so yes. she, she used part of her ancestry was helping yep. to guide them together. Yes, that's 100%. how they're able to find each other. Totally. Uh, yeah. Sorry. So um, and I only so that, get one of those an episode where I got to slow Andy down. That's it. Yeah. No, no that that is is uh, remarkably That's important. important. Yeah. Remarkably yeah, very important. important. And then, it, it, then she's like, oh, what stinks like Jedi? Yuck. <laughs> Who brought the Moss Man out of the closet? <laughs> Where's seaweed salad come from? Yeah. Uh, no. So we do get confirmation that Morgan Elspeth is a night sister. I mean, she's been saying like my people. Uh, I was always. Yeah. It's been pretty heavily for um yeah it? foreshadowed, foreshadowed. But, uh, yeah, yeah now that it's, it's confirmed officially confirmed she was given the blue check mark yeah we were a little bit of a mist we got a little bit of a misdirect when she originally was using the night the night sister magic on the map viewer where she was calling out that the uh that the actual uh stonehenge thing that she was using that map viewing room was built yeah. by an ancient people and she and she didn't say like it's my people you know but uh, yeah. but now we get you know some confirmation either that the night sisters were part of that or that night sisters and the Zepho who a lot of other, other people theorized are the builders of that are, you know, like are two peas in a pod. So, but of course, Andy, yeah. when somebody thinks like a Jedi, what do you do? Well, you surround them with, with three your spheres. floating yeah, orbs. Get, yeah, yeah, exactly. With sphere, you get out your spheres and, and then you use some sort of laser binding. Mm -hmm. as, you exactly. Know, yeah, tiny <laughs> tiny binder cuffs, like we said. As one does, duh. Yeah, no, exactly. Like <laughs> things of Jedi, like oh, great, get your orbs, girls. <laughs> yeah, and like again, just because this, just because this whole series has been so incredibly disorienting, we have 
three witch figures who all have their own floating orbs, just like the just like the room that started. Of course. Of yeah, course. This, that started the series. We see, you know, of of that ancient temple uh, that we started out episode one in. So there's at least some, you know, uh, if not uh, on the nose, like it, it sort of rhymes like poetry or, or I, I guess, I don't know. You, can you do, uh, can you do your best George Lucas? It rhymes. It's like, po- sort of like poetry. Kind of, kind of rhymes. It's like poetry. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks. I don't even need, I don't even need to try. I was like, if Aaron's better at me than this, I'm going to go ahead and let, let him do it. <laughs> I don't like that I do impressions, but I can do a couple. Um, I don't yeah. think that that one I need maybe a little bit of work on, but I could see myself actually getting George <laughs> Lucas now that I did that. All right. Um, yeah. So now that she's all laser binded up, we go back to this. Yeah. To this we've got Skull and uh, yeah. Adi just sort of standing there in the same place, like a little bit of like it was like a time fade. We're gonna do some yeah. editing, and he just tells a little stories like back in my day. I saw yeah. the Jedi Temple burn down like that. Jedi Temple. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I watched the whole thing go down, the, the government and everything. Yeah, um, that's pretty much what happened in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to uh, Sabine Wren, who's now back in her cell. And yes. she's trying to use the force. And yeah. I'm curious to see because, you know, like we've been going back and forth with her having moments of strong force, her not being able to reach it. It's not really at her will. Yeah. Um, unless the story absolutely needs it. And then, of course, it's right there at her will, because why wouldn't it be? That's not good storytelling, but that's what we have. OK. And so she looks out the window <laughs> and she sees an Imperial Star uh, Destroyer. Yes. And it is awesome and gigantic. And I'm like, finally, something I recognize. But I do want to shout out that it lands yeah. on this pillar. And when it lands on its pillar, it looks like a micro machine. Uh, Star Destroyer you would get in the 90s where they all had the little like yes. sands on it and I was <laughs> waiting to find out if they no, literally it was like the same like weird angle and tilt where I was like is yeah. this is this a reference to the micro machine stands it can be I mean we it we might can be Wikipedia right like <laughs> I mean no I looked it up on Wikipedia Star Wars explained didn't say anything Ryan Aries yeah. didn't say anything and Mentioned I was like only exactly so this feels like yeah when you see like the uh, ice cream maker and they like talk about it later like we gotta be funny to put the ice cream maker in um it would not surprise me if at the end they were just you know like when we get the behind the scenes like we put the micro machine stand in there like it's i was very happy with it um yeah i i i I thought it was kind of cool too um when they when it was flying over i loved that you know like i was like oh they're like basically gonna dock with this tower yeah. Um, and I, I thought that was like super, I thought that was super, super great. But yeah, would you, uh, I'm glad that you called that out. Cause I, I had, I had somewhere written down, uh, a, a blatant, uh, blatant merch. Was, yeah. I think how I had, had written it down. Well, we get to even um, better blatant merch. Cause we come up on what so far is my favorite shot thing. And maybe of all of Star well, Wars TV. Can we pause for a minute? So this, this ship is the Chimera. Um, there is like a lizard, there is a, um, a lizard bear, like some sort of whatever a chimera is, which is like a goat, a goat deer lizard snake or some of some sort. Um, I don't know what, uh, um, I don't know exactly what they're using for it. I guess I shouldn't say that out loud now, but, um, anyway, if, if you know send- the answer. At Aaron and Marsh is the vendor. Yeah, yeah. Send us the I was answer. I was gonna say, I was like, you can send the hate hate mail for um, but 
this is um it's the same it's the same markings that were are always on Thrawn's command ship. Okay. Um and so the Chimera is again like one of these deep reaches where it's actually a Greek mythological beast, but the 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 one that is depicted on Thrawn's capital ship has more of the serpent, uh, the serpent hmm. symmetric serpent qualities. Um, but the interesting thing here is that the ship has the same battle damage from the last time we saw the ship, or has a lot of the same battle damage from the last time we saw the ship at the end of the Battle of Lothal. So when you see it actually facing onto you, there's actually a major chunk of the ship that's missing mm. for where the Purgle grabbed onto it. And then the other thing that we see, this is our first appearance of seeing this, is this way that they've repaired it with like a gold epoxy. Like So there's repairs yeah. all over it. And this is remnant. Which also the amongst their armor. Yes. Well, I was going to say, we see this again as like another motif, uh, but this is almost a, or I should say, this is a very artistic nod to the practice of Kintsugi, which is if you break a tea bowl in uh, Japan, artists will, uh, with gold lacquer and epoxy, put back together that broken um, that broken teacup. Uh, and that is this like sort of nod to the ability to repair and the, the beauty in repairing something that was broken. So that the ship immediately has this like thing where you're like, man, there's like gold all over the ship in these different areas. And then, like you said, when we see that in the credits, they're identified as night troopers. When we see the night troopers, they have this same sort of gold style repair. And it again is something we've seen with Kylo Ren's repaired helmet. Um, mm -hmm. So again, kind of a nod there a little bit, um, but yeah, so the ship, I feel like the ship had a, a really solid payoff in that regard. Hopefully it did for you too. Um, but yeah, and I, love I think it looks the, super cool. And then of course we got yeah. the, we got the troopers that are also in the repaired armor. Yeah. They all look refurbished. And then they we get are, the shot of the trooper very Navarro. with the very face. Navarro. Yeah. And this, and then we get the, we get the big reveal. Well, it's worth pointing out too, that, that they've got, um, red bindings. Like, so part of the repair of all their things is red bindings. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, that, that is an important call out, um, for like the fact that these are quote unquote night troopers. And I don't know, I don't know about you, but I felt I felt like I could hear like the uh the sound of of a thousand clicks of uh cosplayers trying to go out and find the right uh the right red tape to add to their existing uh the, their existing I'm armor. sure. Oh yeah. No they, it all looks so cool. The whole thing looked very yeah, cool. I, the the music is menacing. Yes. Incredibly menacing. Yeah, and Kiner then we get really, this like, uh, knocked it out of the park. Then we get this blue meanie guy showing up, huh? We get a yeah. We get yeah. Thrawn. We get Thrawn. Boom! He shows up, and, and, and he delivers the line that Aaron uh, that mm -hmm. Aaron has. What was once a dream is now a frightening reality to those who oppose us. It's kind of like poetry. It's just <laughs> <laughs> and and then he says. Uh, I will now hatch my plan to make all all users pay for for X. I'm sorry. Uh, and then that mm -hmm. is he does uh, look very Elon. We... Yeah, <laughs> he says, "Please rate, review, subscribe to Is This the Way?" Um, and we know we know where the blue check mark now has come from, right? It's mm -hmm. a it's a it's, it's a his nod face. To the, it's a nod to the chiss, uh, and so and all of the the different check marks, right? The gray check mark and the gold check mark, they're all just nods to Night Sister Magic and the Night Troopers. Oh, good. I don't know if that's uh, real or not. I deleted X. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but 
Well, this you, uh, actor does an incredible impersonation of the voice actor from the TV show. <laughs> Not an impersonation. <laughs> it's the same guy. It is the same person, which uh, you got to love. You got to love when yep. they give the voice actor the screen roll. Yeah, they're like, hey, check this out, Lars Mickelson. You know how your brother was a real big deal in Rogue One? Well, you get to be a real big deal here. Huge deal. Yeah. So. You get to be the heir to the Empire. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so they walk up and they form an allyship with the Night Mothers and Elsbeth. Yeah. And uh, he's like, Balin, I thought you were a Jedi. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I quit that thing a, a while ago. We parted ways, me and the Jedis. Poo-poo, they smell bad. Ooh, we, we laser them up in the corner, if you ask me. <laughs> now, it is worth noting that the night that the, the Great Mothers smelled Sabine but did not smell Balin. And That's so- how far he's parted, yeah. Yeah, so like I think it's worth mentioning, or at least the notion of Luke being cut off from the Force in uh, last in in the Last Jedi. That was an mm-hmm. observation that Ray made about Luke. Um, so there may be some level of that going on with Balin. So I thought that was kind of an interesting little bit of a, a you know connection that's not to Greek mythology or the classics. Um, so that is is cool. And then the the notion here too of uh, so this is this is for this is for everybody like you that has not watched rebels or has not read the books um, to be like, you know, Thrawn seems to know more about everybody than they realize. Um, yeah. So, you know, here's a mercenary, somebody that's, you know, in the room and Thrawn's like, Oh, by the way, does that, you know, ha- you happen to be general Balin skull. So, yeah. And interesting. Then the, the notion to me was the in confirmation there is that he used Balin Skull as a name when he was a Jedi? Because I'd always kind of imagined the Skull moniker may have been something he picked up sort of after he'd left the Jedi. Um, so there's a little bit of a notion that that he's always gone by that name. But he's so. refused to show us his birth certificate. So we do not totally. know. Totally. We have no idea. We know from his batting stance, he's Craig Council. <laughs> but <laughs> he insists on being called Balin Skull. But I, I like... Now we get, hey, hottie, going like, yeah. I'll go get Sabine Wren. You got to see, we got her. Yeah, yeah. You hey. <laughs> exactly. And they take Sabine over to him and he's like, oh, look, I know you, you know, like by name. Yes. Yeah. He watched the cartoons, apparently. You know, Thrawn's watched the cartoons. He's caught up. <laughs> totally. And he's like, so because I watched the cartoons, I know you have an agreement with, uh, with Skull that you can get reunited with Ezra Bridger, who I know because I watched the cartoons. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And Proving she's like, the... wait, you're just going to let me go? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to go out there. You guys are going to reunite. The fans are going to love it. And uh, if we leave, you're stranded here forever. So who cares? You know, like, I don't need to handcuff you to handcuff you. You know, like it's. Yeah. And so they they give her a wolf. They give her a howler, as it's called. Yeah. Well, well hold on. So I, I interrupted you. And there is a character, a new character that is part of the whole getting the band back together here that we didn't really cover very well, mm, at least. Okay. And, and, and so I'm imagining. I'm imagining being rained down upon by corrections via Venmo uh, as Enoch you'd, you'd called out. Um, and so we, we, I was too busy trying to talk about the, um, the Kintsugi and the different tape, you know, like the night sister tape kind of deal. Is Enoch Goldface? He is Goldface. Um, yeah. So um, an interesting thing here now, this is, a, this is where to me, I think you and I probably nerd out about this a little bit more just being like prop connoisseurs. But were you trying to figure out what helmet he had modified <laughs> to get that? Yeah. No, because it almost looked a little bit like they did the, like this samurai action figure thing with it. Yeah. And it looked a little like that because it had like almost like the bad hair. Yeah. Um, so like 
the bottom flanks that are kind of along what would be the jawline look a bit like the tank commander. Um, like they look a bit like a tank commander helmet. And then, but then the, the sort of mouthpiece part of a standard stormtrooper is there on the chin, but it's set back a bit. And so it really was this kind of thing where you're trying, I'm, I was trying to look at it and trying to look for the seams. And so nice. again, like, you know, the cl- I'm making my own classics jokes here, but this is supposed to be kind of a, or a lot of people think it's a nod to uh, the masks that gladiators wore. Um, and then also it's a, maybe a nod to the death masks. People would make death masks. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, in essence, uh, Enoch, and then it's worth noting or, you know, for also calling out that Enoch is a new character. This is like somebody we haven't seen before. Uh, not somebody from Rebels, not somebody that you should necessarily know. Um, that was a, that was the main one thing I wanted to mention, other than the fact he has a super cool helmet. Super cool. I wish the face was Tamara Morrison. <laughs> there's no reason it, it couldn't be, have been. Yeah, there's no, actually, you're right. There's no reason it couldn't be. And it actually makes me wonder at some point if we'll find out whose face it is necessarily. Like, yeah, I'm curious I would, about that too. I would love to know that it's like the prop guy, you know, like that they like, you know, the prop guy made his face and then just put it in there. Like, it's hey, Bill Shatner, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody who's a friend of of uh, of Adam Savage, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> guess what? I used my face for that. So they give Sabine Ren the howler, the wolf, to go find go find Ezra if they're alive. I don't know if they're alive. And like, no, nah, yeah. Ezra's alive and he's out there. I know it. And then they're like, you're just going to yeah. let her, like, Tota. after she leaves, they're Tota's just like, why Why yeah, just let her Tota. go? <laughs> yeah, Tota. Tota, get out of here. <laughs> go. Get scrammed, Tota. Uh, they're like, why would you do this? Like, oh, Thrawn was like, oh, she finds Ezra. We'll just stalk her and then we'll find Ezra with her and then we'll just kill both of them. Yeah. Boom, Perfect. boom, boom. Yeah. I love group murder, you know? And so then Sabine Wren goes out and of course gets attacked by bandits because why wouldn't she oh, need another on. action figure? Oh, I'm well, sorry. Hold on. I'm, hold on. Uh, okay. Hold, all right. Okay. Hold on. So we get uh, we get this like so there there are a few points where Shin has these reactions and and so I think they could they could kind of like if you're like who are these people? Um, you get ooh, a little ooh, bit. Of... Ooh, ooh. <laughs> another 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 impression for for us to wield here, but uh shin does what are these hollers what are they yeah, who? tota i mean well i don't even know you um <laughs> so shin has this reaction shot of like wait you're gonna go back on your deal and you can clear there's like a moment where balen kind of is like like you can tell he's like i'm not i'm not gonna go against thrawn here like this yeah. is you know thrawn thrawn sort of deal um, and so, and then I love, I love the language lawyer part of Thrawn of being like, oh, she'll find her friend. We'll just kill them afterwards. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, you know, anyway, I just want, so, uh, on the, on the off chance that that comes up or is at all important, I thought that was a moderately interesting detail because she, as a Padawan, she's been an interesting foil in the whole, you know, why are you, why are you trusting these witches? Right. And then it's like, wait, there's more witches. Like, what's going on here? Um, and and so there's there's a little bit of the the audacity that you see with Obi-Wan's reactions to Qui-Gon at points in the first, you know, in, in episode one that I think is like they're kind of being replayed in Shin and they're really small and maybe I'm reaching super hard. But I, I thought it was interesting just because there's a few of them in this episode. Yeah, I know. Super cool. Um, but we're at the bandits. Yes, we're at the band. And they, yeah, they shoot her and she has Beskar, so she's fine. 
Yeah, totally fine. And she's a, like, a you know what? I forgot. A very Din in moments, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I'll just fall off my howler, pull up my green lightsaber. Now I have lightsaber skills better than you've seen the entire show for no reason. Great. Yeah. I'm in. It's a good fight. Yeah. But they break her scanner in the middle of all this. Yeah. You know, not in the totally. scanner, not in the scanner, but they got it. Yeah. I didn't realize Ezra was going to get picked up on the scanner, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> they break her scanner and then we get cut to a uh, skull and hottie getting their own howlers. They get their own wolves. Yeah. And now they're like, all right, go follow her from a distance. Yeah. Um, worth calling out it, that worth calling out that as they leave, um, as they leave, there are a bunch of runes on the, on the top of the, so they're leaving at the ground level of the, uh, micro machines tower where the, the ship is docked. Um, and it's worth calling out that, um, I think, I don't know, I forget the name of the person on Reddit, but, um, but Eric Voss on new rock stars. And I think also, um, I think also Alex from star Wars explained called out that the, the characters on that are the same uh, are the same character set that we see on Ochi's dagger in um in Rise of uh, Rise of the Skywalker and so that it's like a, it's the Sith eternal like across the top um and the mm-hmm. only reason it's worth worth calling out one is that wikipedia like m- notes that there is uh Kujet is mentioned a mention only in this episode and Kujet is one of these ancient Zepho gods um that may be the other people and the only reason that it's worth mentioning that is because there's a weird uh we're about to talk about the weird conversation that um shin and balin have about there being a stronger power on the planet already and that the the great mothers are trying to get away from that yeah so they they may be living in the house of the greater power i guess mm. is the short is the short version uh of yeah. that uh oh I like this next part yeah. where, uh, where Thrawn was like, hey, because like, they're like, Thrawn, what are you doing? Like, they're going to go off and you're like, and you're going to leave. And it's like, yeah, but if they die or they're stranded, it's ultimately the same to me. Yeah. Either totally. way, I've got them out of the equation. Yep. Now we cut to Ren yelling at her wolf, as one does. Yeah. But you know, when, wolf, your wolf, when your wolf leaves you behind. Leaves you, while yeah. During a bandit yeah. fight, you're going, yeah. hey, you know what? I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. You were barely totally. howling. Totally. You know, which, um, of course, catches the attention of all the local rocks. Well, but the other thing, too, is Sabine is in the right here, because if you've got four nostrils, you should be able to smell bandits. That's true. No, 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 that is true. She's not wrong. I'm just using some logic here, right? I'm just putting that mm-hmm. forward. Now, and Andy. Rocks. Rocks. you got to smell rocks with your four nostrils, right? Yeah, yeah because yeah. you got these beetle rocks. you got these noddies, as they're called. <laughs> um, Now, the noddies. Yes. Are they new? Is this their first They're appearance? Totally new. Yeah. Totally fun. They're like the Beatles, dude. They're like Beatles with little rock backs. It's kind of like the trolls. In yeah. fact, their intro is specifically <laughs> exactly the trolls and Frozen. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but they use them like they're Ewoks, and they're just like, oh, look, I'm Rock yeah. Friend. You're Rock Friend? And yeah, I'm Rock Friend. Look and at much like me. Exactly. The Rock Friend's like, logos, I love logos. <laughs> and then like the Andy one was like I know that logo that logo is from yeah. Ezra Bridger and they're like Ezra yep. Bridger you watch the cartoons like yeah yeah I did watch the cartoons <laughs> I know him did you know I know him like wait you know him like can you take me to him like I yeah yeah I can take you to him oh, yeah sure let's do that you got a howler to ride what you gonna do <laughs> that explains the scene I think <laughs> yeah, I do like the Jimmy Stewart at the end there we did get a, a special request from friend of the show friend of ours uh 
the uh, one of the brothers Mandel, Danny Mandel, said that uh, we should do more Jimmy Stewart impressions. So I'm glad oh, we okay. a little I'm bit sorry. of that in. Oh, did I, did I do a little Jimmy Stewart there? <laughs> yeah, a little bit at the end. No. Like, Whoa, you're, 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 you're not why I, I know as a <laughs> I'm going to Washington. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> logos oh i love love logos um so- and then cropped and then a crop duster flew down and buzzed them as they ran through a cornfield um it's <laughs> not what happened in this one like, that guy that's north by northwest that's a different podcast we have <laughs> it's a sister podcast of our top gun podcast where we just talk about the same movie over and over again <laughs> we now cut to skull and hottie finding the records yeah. of the bandits to be like so we know that they are stalking them pretty yeah. well they're doing it. They're using their noses. They're using all four of their nostrils. They're fine. Totally. Well, they got they got two, so that's uh that's eight, right? Eight yeah, nostrils. exactly. <laughs> Way more nostrils. Guys, mathematically, that's more nostrils. <laughs> and we cut back to to Naughty, uh, the or the the beetle rock. It's yeah. Like, Come this way. I got a friend over here. You know, like <laughs> exactly. And they're like, what is that? And it's um Andy, is this Andy told me that he knew there was going to be a very special appearance in this uh, episode before he watched it. Is this the one you knew or did, was Thrawn the one you knew? Uh, no, this is the one I knew is that we were okay. actually going to, yeah. you told me that. And then Thrawn shut up and I was like, Oh, it's Thrawn. I had no idea we're going to get Ezra Bridger yeah. now. And yeah, we got Ezra Bridger looking a little sexy. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to get him either hundred percent at this point. And so yeah. that was the, like, you know, like in essence, there was, there was some information leaked and, and it was like a little bit of like a, kerfuffle about oh this is great uh yeah and yeah so we get we get ezra and um gosh uh the actor who plays ezra is remarkably like okay there's a so in the cartoons there's a hollow there are a series of hollow pictures of ezra with his parents yeah his dad he looks exactly like his dad and so um so i think that it's a you know a bit of of wildly amazing passing at the time until i had seen um until i'd seen it in live action i wasn't totally on board 100 mm-hmm. um and then the other thing too so notable is that ezra has blue eyes uh in the and so the you know he's got blue eyes and then there's a scar that ezra was that ezra received in a in a fight with an inquisitor um i think it was at the end of season one and so that scar is is like present. So it's it's kind of like Anakin's scar. So whenever you see somebody like that, you're gonna be like looking for that kind of a deal. Yeah. So really cool. Um, and then we get some like a you know mannerisms there that I thought were pretty amazing. Where um, sort of uh, where you know he's like I, I told you it would work. Um, and then he's like it did work, right? Like, and that is the kind of thing that you would have seen. You know, like those you know spot on sort of candor from uh from the cartoons because like ezra ezra and sabine were often uh tasked with doing things and they would always end up with like doing it the you know the most ass backwards way possible Mm -hmm. but it like they got things done so i thought it was kind of a cool little moment and you know hey you know i'm not going to tell you at all about all of the things that have happened in the galaxy let's talk about that later right yeah they don't cover any actual business yeah um which is great for us. We don't gotta go back through any of that, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It, it was kind of like, hey, did you just listen to "Is This the Way"? And then uh, we just catch up on regular stuff, and they're like, yeah, that sounds great to me. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. I know my we'll only note of that's like he seems chill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's ask your Bridger. He seems chill, I guess. Uh, then we cut back to the Night Sisters, and they were Thrawn, and they're like, hey, the Jedi's on the way. And he's like, hey, that Jedi's not a, 
Ahsoka Tano, is it? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I thought she was dead. You know, like, oh, don't think she's dead. You're not allowed to do that. It's Star Wars. No one really yeah. dies. And he's like, if, well, if there's any question if she's alive, we're going to consider her alive and coming for us. Well, and and then I loved his I loved his line. He turns to Morgan Elsbeth and says, uh, "Death and resurrection are common are common tricks played by the by Night Sister and Jedi alike." Mm-hmm. So it was just sort of like that, you know, like, hey, uh, you know, every, we keep thinking all these people are dead, and then they're not, you know, like, oh yeah, yeah. that's just like that's just like a thing that happens, right? Yeah. So yeah, and um. Yeah, and so they're like, yeah, they're coming on a, in a purgle, and he's like, all right, cool, we'll just kill the purgle when we see him. Yeah, totally, just blow up that whale, right? Yeah, why not? Do it. It's free willy. Do you do you know that? Uh, did you notice that in Wikipedia? I think the purgle they're actually in is referred to as purgle ultra. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> purgle supreme. I would have, I would have, I would have let that go, but your your rant at the beginning about how annoyed you are with the whales makes me feel like I have. To yeah, I don't. Top, yeah, I don't I have like the top rope that one. No problem. Good top rope it, <laughs> Andy. That's the end of the episode. What'd you think? So, uh, I again, like, I I think part of this is you know coming off of my ten out of ten last week. I'm still kind of riding high, and I feel like it was a nine out of ten for me. Uh, again. I, I know I know from reading other things that the pacing of the show is annoying a lot of other people. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not super worried about the pacing. Um, I know there are people who took, you know, that have gone to film school that are really upset that they're not using crosscuts and that they are doing this, you know, sort of thing where, you know, Ahsoka's at the very beginning and then we don't see her at all other than the mention at the end. Yeah. Um, and so I, I know the series is frustrating a lot of people. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed this. Um, and there, you know, there's a few, there's a few things in here that are kind of like, like odd tweaks that you and I will pick up because of the fact we're watching with, um, we're watching with subtitles. So the bandits, um, the bandits that are in the samurai inspired armor who are not very good fighters, uh, they apparently are at least credited in as speaking the same language as our delightful uh, crab people. Oh, um, cool. So, so like they're the crab people are referred to as Nodi, but they also are speaking Nodi. Um, so I thought that was kind of a, you know, like this. So they're bit union. Weird... They're on strike right now. <laughs> so they're, they're union. So we can enjoy this show as a result of the fruits of the labors of the uh, United, uh, the United Nodi who mm-hmm. uh, builds who build trailers and, and various yeah local uh, 50 cents, various, various camp caravans and, and they move them around. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I, I feel like this was, there was some decent setups in here. Uh, we got a new, a new term for basically poser Jedi that weren't trained outside of, or that were trained outside of the Jedi order. Right. Boken Jedi. Buds. No, no, oh, sorry, not sorry. my buds. <laughs> Boken Jedi. Um, so there's a little, I think there was a little, little of, or all of the little things that I want. Now, again, as, as I think I'm going to get from you, um, I don't think this is universally addressable for all Star Wars fans. Um, but I do feel like there was a, a brief olive branch, um, sort of handed out here of, this is the, we- where the weird fantasy is coming from, is coming from, this part of, of the mm-hmm. outside of our galaxy yeah and so 
Um, and then we we may like I guess this so again not to not to shame you into having a higher score, but we may basically have undead stormtroopers. Like, how can we not be excited about undead stormtroopers? Um, well, because that's fantasy booking, Andy. We can't be excited about them until they show up. <laughs> it is fancy booking yeah yeah but uh but yeah so how did, what did you think aaron i'm gonna give it a six out of ten okay i was gonna say ultimately we know what i'm gonna say but, but yeah so okay. um i would give it a five except i really really did like the look of those troopers yeah i was so excited by the look of the troopers and i'm just like i want to give it extra points for that because it really was super cool okay. and it wasn't cool. a bad watch but i also just don't care you know okay. so you're like Here's Edra Bridger finally. You're like, cool. What's he going to do? Nothing? Great. Perfect. Thank you. I can't believe we waited six episodes for him to just be like, hey, by the way, I'm cute. You know, like, that's it. You know, like, when we got Thrawn and he was kind of cool, but also, like, not cool enough. I understand that he's, like, menacing, but I also didn't see yeah. anything menacing. They definitely introduced him like he's menacing, but he's just coming off like the assistant manager that you don't like. Um, but I, I'm, I'm yeah, excited no. where to go with it, you know, like. Yeah, I like uh, like the bug beetles. I like that the logo came in as a thing that helped them move the story along. Yeah, but I mean, we're down to the last couple episodes. I'm expecting some action now. Yeah, um, I yeah, I think those are it's all it's all valid stuff, right? Like, yeah, I do I do think there is, um, there could have been a little bit of an opportunity for a little more show don't tell with yeah. Ron being menacing. So two out of four um, nostrils, I'd give it. You know. <laughs> You're hitting 500 though. That's good. Yeah. That's like, that's a, that's like, that's like hall of the very good right there. Two there we go. Months. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> Andy, is this the way? If you're headed to a whale graveyard. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get my own exit for that. We're like, is this the way? Only if you watch the cartoons. If you haven't, it's not the way. <laughs>